You are listening to Bourbon and Barbarians, an actual play recording presented by the Cromcast. I mean, if you were if this wall was built like post facto, mm-hmm. like if you knocked it down, like yeah. the, the tunnel's not going to come down on you. Okay. Uh, so at least cool. according to to, to to Brando's like right. you know cu- country country <laughs> sense. It seems like you should be able my, to my my studied potato <laughs> knowledge of construction. It seems like you should be able to take this thing out. Like it'd be all right. right. Cool. Okay. Let's hit this wall, y'all. All right. Let's so, hit it. So how are you guys going to do this? Uh, Re- reason it out for me. I've got a hammer. Warhammer. Just kick it, Grota. He's got a big club. <laughs> I got uh, a ten foot pole. I don't know. Do that. I'm going to look for the spot in the wall with the most cracks. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna swing my hammer. Tell everybody to stand back. Okay. Stand back. There's a hurricane coming through. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, there's no place where there's like necessarily any more cracks than the other outside of like the edges of things. Okay. So, uh, so you can take hits at this thing. I mean, if you want to, like, I'll do one. There's, yeah. So go for it. Okay. Yep. <laughs> I rolled a nine. Okay. I mean. You're not going to miss it. You're hitting the broad side of a barn. Hopefully like in, not. in terms in terms of the damage that you're dealing, like your your powder and some of the rock or some of the stone that you hit with your with your uh, weapon, uh, but it's not necessarily like chiseling, nor is it like wedging. And that would be maybe the best like the best things for you to do. After I do that, um, I realize just how much noise I I made, mm-hmm. and I go. This is not a good idea, guys. Not right now. Not now. That's, That's fair. Who knows what's up the on up the do you, corridor? Do you want to? Do you want to come back to it? Then I want to like, come back. Yeah. After we, when we, when I pick up my spider uh, sacks, we, we have. Yeah. <laughs> let's. We're we're here to to find Arena, and she's not behind this wall. Um, now, possibly. Help me! Help me! <laughs> I mean, can we tell that this is something that's been hastily put together? I no, mean, it this, looks like it's been there for a minute. This right? has been here for a long okay. time, longer than you have been born. Like, right. So like there's no way someone could have decades. gone through and then built this up. No. And then, so after that that hit, um, can I sort of reason that uh, ten more hits would do it, or a hundred more hits would do it? Uh, I mean. 10 or a, a more properly sort of like reasoned out way to like pry through the rock right yeah, like i've got nothing yeah yeah i've got i've got 12 iron spikes if you want to like they're for climbing but you could maybe like shove them in some mortar and bang that in sure yeah. that might work i mean something like that but uh you're not just going to be able to hit this like you're gonna have to like figure out some way to like get past the cinder block cinder block i got but, a rope but, but the fact remains there's some shit behind this wall for whatever that's worth. Thing yeah. it's worth. Like <laughs> there's something behind this. Hmm. It is, it is a tunnel that has been blocked up. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, do we carry on and worry about this later? Or are we after this wall? That, that was the, the motion that I put out there on the table. Uh, if you guys want to go through the wall, we'll go through the wall. But, uh, I, my, my mm-hmm. vote is not 
that. I mean, at this point, well, think about it this way. We've already made noise, right? Like we fought the spiders, you banged this. So anybody that's, that's in here knows that we're here. It's true. So I and say it, at least in this passage, like we've only got one area that we need to cover, like as far as bad guys coming at us. Oh, sure. Yeah, we're we're hemmed in pretty good. Right. So I say, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, yeah, I say leave the wall because nothing's going to come through it, hopefully, on the other side. And we go the other direction or we stay put, you know, to to recharge I'm or gonna whatever. go across the hall. Luke to the uh, opposite alcove because okay. we are trying to find right her and just look around burning webs as I go. Right. So being, being careful to not step in webs yep. if there so, are any. So there's far less webs here, and the webs that are here are a bit drier and more fibrous, so they're not quite as sticky as what was in the other end. And so uh, you find the same sort of distance that you travel into this little alcove. Uh, but there's not the different stonework. Like this is a from what it can see, what what it strikes you is this is an end to the to the little alcove. Like this okay. is a little recess. Okay. Um, I'll walk back to the guys and say this. There's there's nothing similar to on the other side. Yeah. It doesn't seem. Okay. Well, that's so, useful to know. What do you think? Do we go through the wall or do we continue on? Groda. Groda says that we've probably made a lot of noise. It's probably best to try and come back to this when we get the spider teeth. Okay. So, yeah, I don't want. I, yeah, I, I, I say we press on because I don't want anything. I don't want another spider freewheeling over us while we attempt to take <laughs> this wall down. I like the thought of you like constantly now looking over your shoulder. Absolutely. Like, Are you kidding me? <laughs> Just in case. <laughs> All right, I think that's the plan. Then, do do we like the order that we had before? Groda, Brondo, Uleg, and Hank. Sure, with that. Okay. The Groda goes marching first by first. (laughs) Groda, Groda. That way, Groda can stare off into the infinite darkness Mm -hmm. and ponder. (laughs) (laughs) Where he's eighteen, not fourteen, and he's not on Tumblr. (laughs) Nice. Okay. Nice retort. So we're establishing the same marching order, and now you're continuing conti- continuing northward. You don't go too much further, Groda. Are we still using the same torch that you dropped before? Like, is that how we're seeing? Yes, please. Okay. So, uh, you know, you get within 15 feet, and then you realize that there's some sort of, like, heavy pelt or uh, fur that's, like, dropped across a, a doorway that's right in front of you like you notice it like you can just tell you've you've been in enough like uh uh shady situations in the in there in cold field like y- you know if it's if it's a little bit cold in the winter time you'll throw a pelt up like across the door to sort of insulate it a little bit more that's what's in front of you here that's the do not disturb mm-hmm. sign at the uh, tavern mm. <laughs> So Groda is not smart. He doesn't have a lot of intelligence, but he does have some wisdom, and he because he rec- so he recognizes this as a door to the next room, right. and there's lots of monsters and stuff in here. Is there reason to believe that he could like maybe poke something through the curtain to see what happens? I have a ten foot pole. Groda. Yes, that, maybe I can borrow Brondo's ten foot pole. Right, I have a ten foot pole. Okay. So uh, you're gonna like like explain what are you gonna do? I'm gonna poke the stick 
through the curtain <laughs> and kind of wave it around and see if anything happens to the stick. See if you touch anything. Okay. Yes. <laughs> give him the stick. <laughs> Don't give him the stick. So I'm saying. Yeah, sure. It makes sense. <laughs> All right, man. Poke it away. It makes sense to Grota. Okay. I like it. Thanks smart. for the stick, Rondo. This I'm going to commence the waggling. Okay. I, I like it. So so you've got the stick. You're kind of like <laughs> like pushing and beating up at this uh at this pelt. And I mean it's heavy, right? Like what you're seeing here, I don't know if it's it's like an auroch or something like that. It's a large animal. So you're not going to be able to like just push this thing aside. You would have to be like busting through with your shoulder, right? Uh but you're like pushing pushing and you you hear a and you start to see like the flames and like the, the the fire on the other side of the pelt that that's that sort of appear like basically on the other side of it uh there's there's a bit of like lantern oil that starts to sl- sl- like seep underneath the pelt does that make sense Oh, Grota made a boo-boo. Grota, Grota, it's a dragon. At least we're ten, ten feet away. That's right. Just drop the pole and take <laughs> off. I mean, on the other hand, we know there's people that are bad on the other side, and you didn't get hit by that oil by just walking on through. That's so right. yep. I say good plan. Dragon! It's a good plan. Did somebody say dragon? Yeah, there's a dragon. I'm going to ride that dragon. <laughs> ride the dragon, Grota. Chase it. Chase that dragon. <laughs> So I'm going to take a step back because there's like hot fire Gordon oil, doesn't right? feel alive unless he's killing something. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then Grota feels... What is this, Nam? <laughs> is Grota Vincent D'Onofrio right. in full metal jacket? <laughs> All right. Sorry, Grota. It's okay. I'm going to take a step back because there's hot burning oil. Yeah, it's not going to burn you, but you you now face like uh, a fire hazard, like trying to burst through on the other side of this uh, this this pelt. This, like, the <laughs> so we Guys, say on the other side of the pelt is on fire. the other side of this pelt. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you noticed, <laughs> but I thought I would tell. So you. that's probably going to impede. So you, you think maybe we should go back and try to knock our way through the wall? So oh, far, yeah. Grota's back with zero out. on ideas, so I'm well, going to let one of you decide. We'll have a running start at it now, I suppose. That's right. <laughs> go back, Hank, go back and get some more of the tarp, and we'll put it down to put the fire out. Well, what? I mean, we could just, can we just let it burn, mm. burn through this or burn off? It burns like, for a while, I think. Yeah, it's I mean, oil, it's, right? it's, is, it's, is it getting real smoky where we're at? Oh, yeah. No, I mean, it's, it is smoky and it's stinky because it's like burnt animal hide and fur. So like, that's, that's not a pleasant smell, but you guys aren't going to like smother to death. There's enough open air in this, this, this cavernous area that, uh, you're at least like, you're able to, to catch your breath easily now. I don't, I don't know what's going to happen here in 40 minutes but at least for the for, at least for the moment like there's it's not that like this is burning so much this is no different than than what brondo did before right mm, like right. he threw mm. a, a cast of oil and it, and it lit up and this is no different than what the kobolds did outside they threw a cask of oil and it lit up right i say we just let it burn and let them come to us like i'm why should we run through that fire 
All right, so we hold position. <laughs> Grota could use one of here. the spiders to to tamp the fire out. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, let's wait it out. <clears throat> See what happens. All right. Okay. Watching intently as this this fire. We'll burns. see you next episode on Bourbon <laughs> and Barbarians. <laughs> uh, Will they catch on fire? Or will they not? It's 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 burning. Uh, I don't. How long are you guys willing to stay? For for like as long as it takes for this fire to go out. I I like ten seconds. I give it ten seconds to okay. burn, it, and then it's, it's burning. Like yeah. it, it's still burning. It. Yeah, so you it, you guys are calling the shots. How are you dealing with this barrier? Um, let's if we go. Obviously, if we go through there, we're going to get pelted by oil flasks, right? So we don't go through the pelt. We don't go through the door. Here's what I propose: Let's go back to the spider room. Let's figure out a way to get through that wall and see if that is an alternative way around. And maybe we can get past them that way, like around them. While while because they're whatever's over there, certainly not going to run through a burning pelt either. Like I imagine. Hmm. First of all, I love it. Second of all, let's go. Okay, <laughs> let's do it. All right. <clears throat> so we're back at the wall. Okay, back at the wall. So how are you getting Here's through what- this wall? Here's what I propose. Groda has a ton of good ideas, Groda's as idea. we've already established. <laughs> Second draft. And I'm, I'm, assuming the, I'm assuming the poll is, has, has been dropped. Do you still have the yeah. poll, Groda? No, I gave it back to you. Okay, okay, cool. Uh, we got some spikes. Mm-hmm. I want Hank to hold his spikes, and okay. Uleg and I can take turns hammering them in with his big hammer. Okay. Um... What about that? Can, can, instead of me holding it while you like slam at my hand, can we like <laughs> maybe tap a spike in so it stays there by itself first? I'm I'm really pro you holding it, the but more, I'm willing to listen to alternatives. Should someone be watching our back as well? Yes, absolutely. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm wa- watching okay. up the northern passage. So you guys are putting various spikes in the little fissures and cracks that you see within the the stonework <clears throat> here. And somebody's watching your back. I'm watching the, our back. They're using the spikes like mm-hmm. wedges and trying to create. That sounds like a great idea. So uh, at this point, uh, so you do that and you get about uh, two or three spikes in. And it's clear that with the way that you've placed them, that uh, if you sort of spike around like one or two of these, like they're not cinder blocks, but you know, like one or two blocks, like if you were to get one of the blocks hammered in or like wedged out, you would be able to, of course, and then sort of like start crumbling around. Right. And that's exactly what happens. So within about 10 minutes worth of hammering and some wedges, the, the the flames are still burning. Like okay. by the way, you can still okay. smell it. It's right. <laughs> it's not like smoking out crazy, but okay. there's still a bunch of fire that's there. Uh, you're able to 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 get one of the blocks in there, and it's inky blackness inside. And you get the sense now you could easily like crumble this wall in. Crumble it in. Crumble okay. it. Cool. No so so Brondo, you go up to it and you just sort of like heave and and, mm-hmm. and hoe into it. 
and you kind of got to catch yourself so you don't fall in like with the rocks that are tumbling but you push the wall you push the wall into uh, a room and so who's holding the torch Grody will hold the torch. Okay, so yeah, so Grody, you're still holding, you know, the torch that you were using before, and you're you're another big dude, so you're kind of like back behind Brondo, and you've got that torch held high. Like what you're seeing here within this secret little antechamber is uh, some level of of like a uh, like a storeroom. Uh, it's uh, there's various casks that are on the ground, uh, like stacked up. Like, and when I say casks, I mean like not necessarily like full kegs of beer, but maybe like five or 10 gallon, like kegs that are stacked up like three or four high. Uh, and on top of that, there's various like bags of like dry goods along the walls. And of course the thing that catches your eye are the sort of crossed uh, axe and hammer that are like mounted up on the wall, like ten or fifteen foot feet high within this room? Nice. Is this a big room? Is it? It's it's fairly small. It's weird that it has such a high ceiling. This is clearly a very old room, and it's clearly a room that's sort of like off the beaten path. Uh, it so it was is, a storage room. It if, is a storage room, if, and it is. It is as tall as it is both wide and mm-hmm. long. So let me go ahead and... So meant for stacking. Yeah. This is true. Uh, so let me go ahead and draw you a quick map. Do you have my notepad? I got it. Yeah, cool. <clears throat> um, okay. Sorry, John. Are Brondo and Grota the only two in there? Uh, at this point, yeah. Yeah, I'm still keeping watch. So I want to gesture to Brondo at the wall, the two things on the wall. Mm. They don't look familiar. No, no. They they look. I mean, fancy. I know. What, I know. Yeah. Or I mean. do, what do they look like? Do they look like? Are they nice or are they decorative? They rusted out. Are they old Seems and busted? Like, uh, I mean, if nothing else, if the dwarves left them, we could get a pretty penny for that. Hmm. Like antiques, maybe. I don't know. So maybe so they're magical. So you're looking at them, <laughs> Grota, and you're looking at them, Brondo. Brondo, in your case, you're you're someone that kind of like chubs up a little bit at the sight of various weapons. Mm-hmm. It's kind of mm-hmm. it's kind of your thing, right? Yeah, <laughs> you, sure. You fashioned your own morning star right. here, right? This is like this is the shit that you wish you could build. Like this is master master level construction of both the hammer and the axe. Uh, looking at them, it's they're they're both objects of beauty and they're also like objects of pure like uh, uh, worksmanship. Like you know, if you were to have your hand on one of those two weapons, you could do some fearsome damage. All right. Um, what do they fasten to the wall with? Uh, it's hard. It's hard to say. Like they're they're kind of mounted up to the wall, uh, a little bit high, like like ten or fifteen feet yeah. up. Uh, and like they've been, they're not like, like lashed to the wall. They're almost just there. Like as if they've been on display for a long period of time. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I want to tell everybody I want those super bad, (laughs) Okay. but I, I'm, I'm, 
I don't want to just run in and grab those things. Okay. For fear of something else happening. So, so I mean, I, I mean, I'm still shaking off this giant what? spider. So go ahead. Let's and do it run. together. Go okay. ahead. Go ahead and roll three d six. Eight. Okay, and that's under your wisdom. Yes. So you get the sense. I mean, it makes sense. Like you, ha- <clears throat> there's those various like. Uh, casks that are that are stacked around right. in the room so i can stand on one of those that, as it stands right now you would be hard pressed to reach it but if you were to like do some stacking you could do some tetris to get such that you could like mm. get up there mm-hmm. yeah grota you want to get these things let's do it bro okay bro. is everybody <laughs> is everybody cool with us grabbing these grab them yeah they're yeah. not in there yet that's true yeah so Two questions. One, who's holding the torch? I believe Grota still has the torch. Okay. I still have and, the torch. And two, how are you like moving casks and getting stuff into position? Um, I know that my buddy Brondo's into weapons, so I'm going to focus on moving things around so that he can be the one to get up there. He can pick first. So are you like like doing this while you're holding the torch in one hand? Like These things yeah. are pretty heavy. Yeah, so, but I'm Grota. Well, <laughs> you can you can pass me the torch and pick up a cask and set it on top okay. of. I mean, yeah, is that yeah? Doable? That's what I'll do then. That's okay. a good idea. Absolutely. Bro. I mean, okay. you could do the other, but you would be like, it would be <laughs> you would risk like think about rolling around like a king yeah, of beer. Like how sure. how easy is that to right, do? Yeah. Even if you're like a big dude. Yeah. So we'll just yeah. trade torch holdings. Okay. Okay, so you're you're sort of hungered back. So Grody, you're going in there and you're gonna try to like uh, stack some of these casks and whatnot. So you you walk over to the far wall and these things are stacked basically like two at the base and one on top, uh, and they're all out of like stout like oaken material. Like they're they're just oak casks that are that are leaned up against the walls. Uh, and ha- like explain to me like what you're gonna do here with them. I'm gonna put three on the bottom, two on top of that, and see if that's enough for him to stand up there. That's kind of where it's at right now. Like probably you would want to like flip them over so that they're kind of like so that you could stand on the top, like to get a little bit more right. height and do the same kind of thing. Like you could do it that way. So Grota, do that, and then I'll give you back the torch, and then I will climb okay. up to see if I can reach. Can I wiggle one to see if there's any beer left? Uh, you wiggle it, and it is sloshing full. Uh, mm, go, ahead, noted. go ahead and roll 3d6. <laughs> Two. Three. Eleven. Okay, is that under your wisdom? It is. My wisdom is 12. Yeah, and so you're, I... you're a fairly wise guy. You're not the smartest, the smartest dude on the block, but... Uh, but these, so these are not beer casks. Like what you're rolling around here clearly has like liquid, like up to the brim. But they, like you, you work at the pub, right? Like you work at the barn, you work at the common house. And co- <laughs> oh yeah, I like mean, what, right? do, what like do these smell like? Is there a distinctive odor? Right. Is, I mean, is okay. that yeah? So so right, like you you have that experience, right? Uh, right, Groda. Yes, sir. Yeah. So, so these these are not <laughs> these are not housing any sort of uh, like liquid that you would be imbibing. And there's a little bit of like a little bit of like leakiness that's coming out of like one of the 
one of the casks and it gets on your hand. And so, so it's, it's a little bit oily and you could probably smell it if you wanted to take a whiff of it. Okay. It smells like lantern oil. Oh, uh, maybe I shouldn't be in here with the torch. (laughs) Well, Hey, we can roll these barrels down the, down the hall through the. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hey, Hey, all right. So, I've got a stack. Give me the torch. I'm going to stand far away from the, the oily, stinky barrels. Right. And you can get up and you can pick your weapon. All right. I'm going to try to see if I can grab these things off the wall. Okay. So, again, like, I want you guys, now that you know, now that the cat's out of the bag, you're in this room full of, like, casks of oil, flaming oil. Uh like how are you going to like are you like basically somebody's at the entrance holding the yes. the torch and yes. then somebody else is going to scale right right groda has stepped back far enough to, to give me light enough to try to grab these things off the wall okay so the way that we're going to play this is i mean realistically there's at least 6 casks there's uh like let's say 60 gallons worth of oil that's being stacked up that you're about to climb on, right? Mm -hmm. And if they were to fall over and they were to open up, it would go up, right? Yeah. So we're all in agreement that... That, that if it goes up, everybody's getting kablooey, right? Right. Okay. So is this worth it, gentlemen? So this is what we're is playing. <laughs> uh, and the way that we'll play it is, I mean, this is just mm-hmm. this isn't like a hard thing to do. You right. just got to get up there and and snag them. Right. So, Cuz I noticed that they're not yep. they're not specially fastened nope, to they're just they're, they, okay. Yep. So I'm going to just try to get up there and, and just All right. And I mean I mean I'm I'm only going to try this once. Yep. Uh, oh yeah. And, so and, so roll 3d6 and it's going to be a straight up uh a straight up either dex or strength roll whichever one is better for you. Yeah. Just on the basis of hey like you can sort of like strong arm or you can sort of like be nimble and snag it. Right. And whichever one work like just declare it now and then make the roll. Okay. Well, before you do that, yes, sir. We got a ten foot pole, and they're fifteen feet up. Can you just like knock them around and knock them off? I'm gonna, I'm gonna play it that you're still gonna have like if they, if you knock, if you knock these weapons off to the floor, they still ha- could have the potential to like, like they're make a spark. Yeah, or, yeah, or, or, or yeah, or break open one of these things. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm just yeah. gonna try to grab it. I'm, I'm trying to do like a. Like a jump and mm-hmm. or like a stretch and snag, yeah. and I'm just gonna go over over the other side yep. and back so, onto the floor. So three d six and get under whichever's better. Uh, ten, twelve. Okay. Is is that under? The what under uh, the either your dex or your strength? Um. Yes. Okay. Cool. You don't yeah. blow everything up. You okay. don't blow everybody up. Right. So my, you guys, my strength. Live. My strength is a thirteen. <laughs> That's the best. So, thing, yeah. So you kind of like you have like uh pantherly panther strength, and I can see like the the bulges of the muscles in your like iron thews, mm. and you've got one arm like up on the wall, and mm-hmm. you're just I sinews, bro. You're just ripped, dude. <laughs> I mean, people can see like your eight pack, your nine mm-hmm. pack, like you mm-hmm. got. Abs busting for days, right? Full fin, fin pack, yeah. Fin ballering this thing yeah, all over the place. Your lats are out, uh, and you're like reaching up there, and you grab both of the magic weapons in your single hand. They're not necessarily. I mean, they're magic. You know that. Like, yeah, yeah. These, these things are so so damn fine. Right. These are like dwarven made. They blow your magic. Mind. Love weapons. at first sight, man. Yeah, yeah. I know. Exi- yes. You double hand them and you bring them down, and you're able to uh, sort of like do it all in reverse and come on down 
and sneak out the hole. Boom. Yep. All right, gentlemen. Now. <laughs> now you're playing with power. Now, now you're playing with power. Right. So for the honor of Coldfield. <laughs> so, uh, so what you guys have? There's a battle axe there, like a standard, like double bitted, badass, like one d eight battle axe that is like of the finest worksmanship, and it seems to have some sort of like ruby red like stone implanted like you know in the uh like where the haft like meets the bits right so so this thing is ornate like there's basically a there's like a blood red stone guys i gotta be honest i don't care if we find anybody or not like at that? this point <laughs> that's that's the kind yeah. of that's the okay, kind yeah, of like, yeah. like that's the kind of stone that's inset there and that's like ruby red right, right. and then the other weapon is like a a large like war hammer right and so both of these things in terms of like functionality would be 1d8 weapons uh if you were to wield them but for that one it is whereas the the axe is made out of a lighter metal the uh the hammer is a much much darker metal and the the gem that is inset on the side like of that of that sort of heavy hammerhead is like an icy blue, right? Mm. Can I take these to Hank and be like, yo, are these magic? Uh, you should very much do that because I've no. got detect magic so uh, as an infinite, infinite touch right? Uh, because of the, the special feature I took. Those are nice. I like yeah. them. So, so both of these weapons have uh, I mean, you guys are broke ass kids from Coldfield, right? Yeah. Like, like you haven't, you've never seen a gem this big, right? This is the the magic and the, the the riches that you've searched for. Like this right here is everything that a young man would be like like lusting after if you were like looking for the adventurer's life. Who knows what kind of weapon, like what kind of doors these weapons open up, right? Except one thing. <laughs> it's Varog's justice. We mm. must find Arena. Absolutely, but I need to know if these things are magic first. So, and so, so, so yeah. Hank, how does <laughs> how does how does this work? Like, what's the what's your uh, your special class? Uh, let me bring it up. If it makes a lightsaber <laughs> noise, mm, there, there you go. There you go. Uh, what's that? Nothing. Sorry, I'm being in. Oh, so I took uh, sensitive, and it's just detect magic by touch. So okay. uh, if I touch something, it's just detect magic on it. So if you just hand them to me, I can tell you if they're magic or not. I don't know. Uh, per detect magic, um, magical items glow per the spell. So presumably I could touch it and just know it's magic, but I yeah. don't know like what kind of magic is, just that it is magical. Um yeah. Yeah, when you when you cast the spell or when you activate the spell, you see a glow surrounding all magical items, and so you know, like as Brondo is walking up to you with these two weapons, and they're big. Again, one's a war hammer and one's a battle yeah. axe, so you can carry them in two hands. Right. Right. But it's like you carry in like two big ass yeah. weapons, right? Yeah. Like they are like Brondo's arms are a light, right? And so. The, the axe has sort of a, a reddish illuminance that sort of like like uh, 
is reflecting it, and then the hammer itself has that icy blue illuminance that's 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 reflecting it, and and that's that's what you can see. These are both magical weapons. Uh, Hank is gonna like so he's never encountered like magic like this before, like a magic item that would glow. So like. I'm not sure he knows he has this ability. Yeah, yeah, no, like, I can see that. Like, this is a new being thing. Being sensitive right? like this is, is related to the fact that he can, you know, like read this book of magic that he found without like a mentor's help. Uh, so he is like, Hank is like freaking out a little bit. Like, what the <laughs> hell is that? What is going on? Why are your, like, your weapons are just glowing and, and, uh, if anybody asks about it, like he can't understand why nobody else can see it either. Hmm. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, any information that you can provide, because I don't want to try to swing this thing and then everything catches fire or everything freezes, <laughs> right? I like everything you don't see what right. like what is going on with these things. They are they are glowing. There's no glow, Hank. Yeah, I see no glow. Ah, uh, I, I, I don't know what I, that they obviously are. You, you don't know what you're talking about. This one's a hammer. That one this is one's an axe. Red, and that one is glowing blue. <laughs> okay. What is, is that, what does that mean? Do you yeah. have any idea, Hank? No, we should swing it with some cobalts and find out though. Oh boy. <laughs> Just like, like double handed overhand. Throw it through the f- <laughs> the, throw it the through fire the- thing. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, so you bring up a good point. Uh, is the is the pelt still on fire? Uh, so you go back to the. Uh, I'm still looking down that way. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, it's it has like slowed down, and it's. I mean, there's still a little bit of flame there, but it's not like the the raging, like barrier of flame that it was. Cool, cool. There's a smolder. That's that's a good way to put it. The 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 pelt, the large like pelt um, barrier is smoldering. Hmm. It's still there. It's a big yeah. ass. Yeah. yeah. Use the pole again. <laughs> oh, Poke here, the pelt. Here. How how are we splitting up the glowy the glowy tools? I don't know. Uh, you, you want one? Well, you were supposed. You're, you get to pick. Like you, cl- you climbed up and did this. Okay. Well, it's I mean, sort I've of got a scallop I mean, type situation. I imagine. Yeah. I mean, basically, I'm gonna ditch this studded potato I've got because <laughs> obviously I've got these two new badass things, but I don't know what they do. That's the thing. Hank is telling me that they're magical. I'm just looking at these things that have giant ass jewels in them, and I'm like, there's something special about these. Uh, I'm into them, and I don't know why, but I, I really, really like them. I kind of want to keep both. Um, and I want to try both, but again, I don't want to kill everybody. And we are Can here. Can you use both at the same time? Right. Because I'm into that. No, you cannot. <laughs> these are these are these are large weapons. They're not the kind of thing that you would be able to uh, to work with. You know. All right. Well, I mean, you guys are both big guys, but that's, right. that's not going to work. I mean, I'm used to swinging a morning star, so I'll keep the hammer, Grota. If you want the axe. Right. Would you, you want, like the axe? You want the red? I know you're a blacksmith. I yeah. can't. I cannot. My my creed prevents me from using edged weapons. Oh. Right. 
Okay. <laughs> sure. I'll give it a shot. Okay. Okay. So we've got Brondo with the Warhammer, and uh, we've got Grota with the Battle Axe. Is that right? Yep. All right. Seems about right. So you have your you have your sister weapons, uh, forged by the Far Diggers that now are within your hands. As soon as you lay your hands on this weapon here, Grota, uh, you feel your blood start to boil just a little bit. It's 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 uh it's powerful. Like the the you almost feel you know like whenever you get through like pumping some iron and you you feel a little bit like. Like, like roided up for a second like you're you're a little bit uh like your muscles are all beefed up and on top of that you're sweating a lot and your your heart yes racing. clearly i the pulp fiction podcaster slash dungeons and dragons player. i know you, i know you feel it dude. like whenever you're whenever you're there i know what you mean yep. when you're totally like flexed out that's what you're feeling here it's a little bit of that i feel like the red hulk <laughs> i don't <laughs> Uh, so that's <laughs> so you're contemplating life, death in the universe, yes. and you've just been handed an axe that is making you, you know, berserker bloodless. <laughs> I'm, not saying, I'm not saying that you're you're ber- berserking, but like it makes you feel virile. And on top of that, this this is a weapon of 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 an action and a weapon of. I mean, it, like you want to cleave something with this, right? Like that's what this thing is made for, and it and it feels like an extension of yourself. Like as soon as you touch it, so. For whatever that's worth, you've got this uh, this ornate battle axe with a ruby sort of like encrusted in between the two, you know, the two, the two blades, the two bits that are on it. Mm. That's big axe cool. energy. You got you got the big you got the big axe energy, and on the on the other side we have Brondo that's holding this this hefty war hammer, and uh, why you might would think that the 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 coloration of that gym like mm. might make you feel like a little bit like cool and sort of like passive no like it's it's biting like like icy icy thunder is what you're holding in your hand all right that all is right. a great name for it too <laughs> icy thunder <laughs> icy thunder all right okay so so we're feeling it like we are ready to go you got, you got that big dwarf energy yeah man uh, <laughs> uh, we got to go through the pelt now. You, okay, now so, is the time for us to go through the pelt. Okay. I, I well, have a feeling that Brondo and, and Grota are already on their way to the pelt. I am okay. absolutely ready for this pelt. All right. <laughs> but, so let's see. So we're at 920. Are you guys good to record for a little bit? Like yeah. Another, yeah. Okay. So let's let, let's let me put my kid to bed. Yep. Let's do like, all of the things. <laughs> we're, we're moving into like final encounter. Okay. And let's go okay. ahead and uh, like, take a quick 10 and then we'll jump into it.
for something new Leaving everything I ever knew A hundred years in the sunshine Hasn't taught me all there is to know Stronger in our day. 